Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, math fans. Jason Marshall, Math Dude, here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. In the last episode, we began discussing how to convert from one system of units to another, for example, from miles to kilometers, and how all of this relates to the multiplicative identity. But we didn't quite have enough time to get to the punchline. So without further ado, let's finish up and get to the bottom of exactly how to convert between units. We started the last episode off by talking a bit about the power of measurement, In particular, how quantitative measurements, that is, measurements with numbers, give us information about the world. We also talked about the units we use when making measurements. For example, when you measure the length of something, perhaps the diagonal size of your precious new television, just to make sure you got what you paid for, you can't just say the length is 50. That number 50 alone doesn't tell us anything about the size of your TV, since we don't know 50 of what. Are we talking miles, meters, thumb lengths? you have to give the units you use to make the measurement for it to make any sense. In this case, you measured 50 inches, which now makes perfect sense. We also spent some time in the last episode talking about the multiplicative identity. We found out that the multiplicative identity is really just a fancy word for the number 1. The multiplicative identity property says that you can multiply any number by the multiplicative identity 1, and the answer will be the same number. No big surprise there, I know. So how is this all related to converting units? Well, let's find out. Let's imagine that after measuring the size of your new TV screen, 50 inches, you can't help but wonder if that's bigger than your little brother. So you ask your brother how tall he is, and he tells you that he's 4 feet tall. That doesn't immediately give you the answer, though. You still need to figure out how to convert 4 feet into inches so that it can be directly compared to the 50-inch size of your TV. I know that many or most of you will already know how to do this. That's fine. It's the method that's important here, not the specific numbers or choice of units we're using. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So here's what we're going to do. Let's write a fraction that's equal to the number 1. What does that look like? Well, any fraction where the numerator and denominator are the same must equal 1. For example, 2 halves and 4 fourths are both equal to 1. And that makes perfect sense, since putting together 2 halves or 4 quarters of something must give a whole. Okay, how else can we make a fraction that's equal to 1? How about something like the fraction 1 foot per 1 foot? That's 1 foot over 1 foot. The numerator and denominator are the same. So even though there are units in it, this fraction must equal 1 too. Okay, here comes the important part. How many inches are in 1 foot? 12 inches per foot, right? Indeed, which means that the fraction 12 inches over 1 foot 
is equal to 1. Now this is getting interesting, since 1 is equal to the fraction 12 inches over 1 foot, and the multiplicative identity property says that we can multiply any number by 1 without changing its size, that means we can multiply the height of your little brother, 4 feet, by the fraction 12 inches over 1 foot to get his height in inches. In other words, let's write the problem as 4 feet times the fraction 12 inches over 1 foot. That is, we have 4 feet and 12 inches multiplied together in the numerator and the length 1 foot in the denominator. Now, the units of feet on the top cancel with the units of feet on the bottom, leaving us with the problem 4 times 12 inches, which is just 48 inches. Remember, all we did to get the answer was multiply by the number 1. We just used a peculiar but very handy version of that number 1. The quick and dirty tip for converting from unit 1 to unit 2 is to multiply the number of unit 1s by the fraction that gives the number of unit 2s over or per unit 1. In other words, in the problem of converting the height of your little brother from feet to inches, we multiplied the number of feet, the unit 1s, which in the example was 4, by the fraction giving the number of inches per foot, the number of unit 2s per unit 1, which in the example was 12 over 1. So, to convert from miles to kilometers, say you want to know how many kilometers there are in 7 miles, you just need to know the number of kilometers per mile. You'll then create the fraction number of kilometers over 1 mile and multiply it by the number of miles you're measuring, in this case 7. Or, to convert from light years to kilometers, you just need to know the fraction giving the number of kilometers over 1 light year, and then multiply the number of light years by this fraction to find the number of kilometers. It's not too difficult, except for one thing. How do you find out what these fractions are, like the number of kilometers per one light year? Well, you're in luck because Google can help you with that. Life didn't used to be so easy, but now all you have to do is Google something like kilometers per light year to find that one light year is about 9.46 times 10 to the 12th kilometers, which is a lot of kilometers, almost 10 million million of them. So, what's the fraction for number of kilometers over one light year? According to Google, it's 9.46 times 10 to the 12th kilometers over one light year. That's all there is to it. And that's all the math we have time for today. Remember, you can listen to, read, and subscribe to all the Math Dude episodes, as well as the other great Quick and Dirty Tips podcasts at quickanddirtytips.com. Please email your math questions and comments to mathdude at quickanddirtytips.com. Follow the Math Dude on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. And become a fan on Facebook at facebook.com slash themathdude. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.